You're listening to the Live the Life You Want podcast with me, Crystal Morgan. I'm a life coach that helps women learn how to love themselves, trust their own voice, and live the life they want most. This podcast is all about you. Learning to live your best life shouldn't be a chore. So learn how to live the life you want right now with me. Hello there. I hope wherever you are that you're doing absolutely amazing. Today's topic that I want to talk to you about is self-confidence. It's the thing that everyone wants, right? I've never met anyone who's told me that they wish they had less self-confidence, right? That would be strange. We love self-confidence and we want to have it because we hope that it will mean we can live our best life, right? With more self-confidence, you'll trust yourself more. You won't mind taking more risks. You'll finally start making the kind of decisions that you really want to make, but haven't really been able to talk yourself into yet, right? And honestly, I agree with that. I think that having more self-confidence in your life does help. It helps you to go for everything that you want. Now, first, let me clarify and say that what I'm not talking about is just confidence, I'm not talking about creating the feeling of confidence. That same feeling that you get when you feel confident that you can do something that you've done before. For example, if I asked you to tie your shoes right now, you wouldn't feel nervous about that. You wouldn't feel like you'd need to prep for it. You feel confident that that's an action you can take. Why? Because it's something that you've done several times before. Confidence the feeling of confidence is what you already know. It's it's a feeling that you can access at any point in time because your past is full of times and experiences where you've already tied your shoes, driven a car, etc. Now what I'm talking about is inner self-confidence that allows you to move through your life in a way that doesn't rely on something you've already done. If you've never started a business or if you've never lost those last few pounds, or if you've never had kids, never been married, that place where you don't have any evidence based on past experiences that it'll all work out, that place is where self-confidence is built. Where do you stand with that? What's it like for you when you have something new that you want to do, but you don't have any evidence that you can really use to know that it will happen or that it'll even work out? To approach the unknown means building your own self-confidence. And how much self-confidence do you think you have? A lot or a little? Having self-confidence means generating that feeling of confidence, like I explained it before, but it not being based on what you've already done. But from you knowing and believing in yourself well enough to move forward even when you don't know that things will fall into place the way that you want it to. You've got nothing to go on, but just your own mind and your will. This is a huge thing because I want you to see the difference here. Because many people are trying to work on getting the feeling of confidence. If you are relying only on the feeling of confidence, you will find yourself coming in and out of building the kind of life that you want. It will always be dependent on whether you can generate that feeling in any given moment. And don't get me wrong, you can do that if you want. But what I want to sell you on today is instead of trying to constantly create a feeling of confidence, waiting to find the 
the, the thing that you've already done as a basis for moving forward and letting that drive is to instead consider building your own faith in, in your ability to just be you, fall down, and then get back up again. Your own ability to be messy, but not allow that to deter you at all, but to know that I'm messy, but because I have confidence, self-confidence in my ability to keep moving, I move forward anyway. That's a much more useful way to spend your time than on trying to rely on what's already been done as a basis on whether or not you want to move forward with the things that you want to do in your life, the conversations that you want to have, the big leaps, the, the risks that you have yet to take. So what needs to happen to start building your self-confidence? You just need to know three things, and that's it. Super simple. Are you ready? Number one, you need to know that you are 100% lovable, no matter what. Number two, you need to know that you will fight your own self on believing that statement. And number three, you need to know that you are allowed to fight for number one to be true. You're allowed to fight for knowing that you are 100% lovable no matter what to be as real and true to you as the oxygen that you're breathing in right now. So let's start with number one. You need to know that you're 100% lovable no matter what. For some of you, this probably sounds foreign. And so you, of course, you badly, so badly want this to be true. But what gets in your way are all the thoughts of the things you don't like about yourself, the things you think other people don't like about you, and the things that you do think and say that keep people, including yourself, from being lovable. But here's what I want to tell you about that. Your lovability, meaning how much you are loved, is decided at all times by you. Let me say that again so you can really hear me. How much you are loved is decided at all times by you. Your ability to be loved is inherent. You are born with it. When a baby is born, he or she has no conversation about whether they are worthy of love. You come into this world already accepting that. When it starts to become questionable is when other people get involved. We are flawed and we aren't perfect. And sometimes other humans can cause confusion, <laughs> right? Another human can directly or indirectly, maybe through body behavior, or things left unsaid, at some point can make you feel like you need to do something in order to receive their love. Your mother, father, brother, sister, friend, teacher, etc., the people in our lives, could have told you that in order to be loved, you need to be thinner, prettier, smarter, have a brighter personality. And they may have not even said that directly. It could have been them just giving more attention to another member of the family or someone else in their life. And you made it mean that, hey, there's something better about them than there is about me. In order to be loved thoroughly, I need to be like them, and I don't need to be like me. Or you decided that you wanted to just completely change yourself in order to be more like them. And you told yourself that story. So now you really do feel that changes need to happen, regardless of body type, personality, etc. Now, of course, you cannot change other people. And you cannot make other people see you as 100% lovable. Someone that has decided that there's something about you that they just don't like, that they 
think needs to be changed. You cannot change their mind. They, just like you, are allowed to think what they want to think. And there's nothing you can do about that. But here's the thing. You, at all times, can decide that none of those conditions are necessary for you to love yourself or others. You can decide to love yourself 10 times more than anyone else on this planet does simply because you want to see yourself glow on a daily basis. But you can also decide to love yourself 10% 10 less than anyone else simply because you don't think that loving yourself is helpful. You get to decide. And even if right now you can't completely wrap your mind around the fact that you can love yourself regardless of the conditions that everyone else has put on you, regardless of your own criteria, I would say, how about starting with just entertaining the thought that it might be possible that life could look just a little brighter for you if you believed that you were okay just the way that you are? What is... What, what if it was possible that you could be the same weight, have the same looks and personality, and still get everything you wanted in life? What if everyone is wrong about you, including yourself, and you actually being who you are, she's good enough? What do you think would change for you? What kind of conversations would you have? Food for thought, yeah? All right, number two, you will fight yourself on your own belief that you're 100% lovable, what we just talked about. And we all have an inner critic, an inner voice that tells us that there's something wrong with us. Some of it has to do with what voice you've listened to in your childhood. Some of it could be cultural. We oftentimes have all of these manuals, criteria, rules that we walk around with that tell us how we should be, think, and feel all the time. And other people have that as well. And oftentimes we may even try to meet other people's and our own. And here's what I want to propose to you. You can change the rules at any time. You are allowed to re-examine all the things you think about you and what others think about you, and see if you like it or not. To see if you want to part ways with all the expectations that have built up over the years. I want to remind you that it is normal to think, I love myself, and then immediately have a parade of thoughts that want to tell you otherwise. Because for the past several years, you have practiced talking about yourself in a very specific way. You have practiced believing things about yourself in a very specific way. You spent hours of unconscious mental time formulating all of these rules and conditions about you, the way that you need to act with yourself to love you, the way you need to act around other people to please them. I tell you this so that you know not to panic when it happens, when you're telling yourself that you are completely lovable just as you are, and you're working to really believe that. Be curious about it when those combative thoughts come up. These statements that confront you that tell you that you're wrong about being lovable are the exact things that are getting in your way of building the kind of self-confidence that you want. You want to take the time to ask yourself, why do I believe these things about me? Why do I believe that I'm not enough in this area? Who told me that? Where did it come from? Those questions, the answers to those questions will give you some insight so you can start seeing what's in your way. 
So you can move into number three, which is that you're allowed to fight for your belief in number one completely that you're lovable without having to do anything else. Your mind will question you on that statement and then you'll you'll need to fight back and condition yourself to remember to fuel that belief until it sticks. And how do you do that? By practicing your own responses to yourself. Every time someone says something that you find hurtful to your own lovability, ask yourself, how can I unconditionally love me right now? Because it's not about them loving you at that moment. It's about you loving you. What makes you powerful, what helps you to lean into self-confidence is your own ability to love you when no one else seems to. That's what allows you to move forward into self-confidence. That's what it means to be self-confident. That's what allows you to take risks and go for the things you want, even when you don't have that feeling of confidence. Because you know that regardless of what happens, you've gained the skill of unconditional love for yourself. You've practiced the skill of come hell or high water, whatever it is, that you won't be the person to drag you down into the mud and keep you there because you can just get back up. Think about it. How many times have you gone into a conversation with someone, but you backed down because you're afraid of what they would say? Would they continue to like me? Hate me? How can I please them so that I can be accepted and loved by them? Now, I know you want to know how to get everyone to love you the way that you want to be loved. You want to feel all the good feels and know that you've proven yourself to every man, woman, and child on this earth, that you're worth it, that you're worth loving, but everyone won't give that to you. Sorry. And there's no way to prove yourself to everyone either because everyone is different. Here's what I want you to remember. All that criteria that you came up with, the rules on the only things that make you lovable or not lovable, all of that, I'll love myself when I'm finally smart, I'll love myself when I'm finally losing that weight. All of that is different for each and every individual on this planet. Just like you have rules, so do they. They've constructed their own rules of what makes them lovable and what they will allow themselves to do or how they want to love other people as well. All rules, all made up, and you get to do the exact same thing. And that's why it's up to you when it comes to building your self-confidence to start with you, to start showing others how to treat you by treating yourself like a queen instead of asking other people to teach you how to do it, giving them the reins and saying, hey, now you can tell me how I need to be loved. Just tell me what the rules are. You can establish your rules for yourself and tell them This is how I love me. And if you want to be in my world, then you should get on board, right? You'll discover self-confidence as soon as you start to really embrace that you can decide your own lovability. And that lovability is unconditional. It doesn't have to come with any special addendums. It's a free gift that you just get to grab when you're ready. Well, that's all for today, my lovelies. Until next time. 
Hey guys, don't forget to rate and subscribe. And if you want just a little bit more of me, you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook at handles at Crystal Morgan Coaching. That's spelled C-R-Y-S-T-A-L. Or you can join my email list by visiting my website at www.crystalmorgancoaching.com. Until next time.